Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 454, for Saturday, February 24th, 2018. This is the BGG Page Views Edition. Tumbling five spots down to number 20 is Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 13,803. That's a decline of only 561, or about 4%, but it tumbles five spots. It's partly because the number 20 position has about 2,000 more views than it did last week. Entering the top 20 at number 19 is Eon's End Legacy, by Kevin Riley and Nick Little, published by Indie Boards and Cards, with 13,985, 182 more than Twilight Imperium. Entering at number 18 is Wildlands, by Martin Wallace, published by Osprey Games, with 14,645, 660 more than Eon's End. Tumbling 13 positions, down all the way down to number 17, after spending two weeks in the top 10, is Stuffed Fables, by Jerry Hawthorne, published by Plaid Hat Games, with 15,398. That's uh, about 700 more than Wildlands, but down over 10,000, or 40%, from last week. Also sliding out of the top 10, from number 10 to number 16, is Gaia Project, by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with 16,688, or 1,300 more than Stuffed Fables, and about 1,400, or 8%, less than last week. That also ends a two-week spike into the top ten. And a third game that only spent two weeks in the top ten. Two weeks ago it was number six, last week number nine, this week down to number fifteen, for Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 18,473, about 1,800 more than Gaia Project, and off about 2,200, or 11% from last week. At number 14 is Xi'an, Terracotta Army, that's spelled X-I apostrophe A-N, it is Chinese, by Francesco Testini and Marco Legato, published by Pendragon Game Studio, with 19,603, about 1,200 more than Arkham Horror. Entering at number 13 is Harry Potter Miniatures Adventure Game, by Knight Models, K-N-I-G-H-T, Knight, with 20,349, about 700 more than Xi'an, and, uh, at number 13, over the 20,000 mark. Last week, we only had nine games crack 20,000. That was actually true the last two weeks. And so this week, a lot of more competition there over the 20,000 mark. That's part of why we've seen these games that were in the top 10 for the last couple of weeks pushed out. A game that just popped into the top 10 for again for one week is down to number 12. It was number 12 two weeks ago. Number 8 last week, now again 12. Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death, with 20,851, 502 more than Harry Potter, 578 fewer than last week, a 2.7% decline. And at number 11, entering at that position, is Pandorum, by the design group Tregranic, 
published by Cosmodrome Games with 21,024 views, a mere 173 more than Kingdom Death Monster, and just missing the top 10 by only 261. It's actually it's a very tight competition here through these few these positions that we are going through. There are five new entries in the top 10, three of them debuts. We've already heard from four of the games that were booted out. Stuffed Fables from number four, Kingdom Death Monster from number eight, Arkham Horror the Card Game from number nine, and Gaia Project from number ten. The other one was last week's number three, the second edition of CO2, which this week falls all the way down to number 86. Sliding three spots to number ten, is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 21,285. That's a 1,700-view decline, or about 7.5%. And the number 10 position has 3,100 more views than it did last week. That mark for Scythe of 21,285 is the fewest views it has had in a week since going all the way back to June 15, 2016, when it only had about 15,000, that was the week right before it began its, re- uh, its run of 70 consecutive weeks in the top 10. Even when it missed the top 10 a couple of weeks a few months back, it still had more views than it has this week. Our first of the five new entries debuting at number 9 is Dice Throne by Nate Chatelier and Manny Tremblay, published by Roxley Games with 21,000 569, less than 300, more than Scythe. This is a fantasy-themed dice-rolling combat game that was on Kickstarter last winter and raised $180,000, funded in February of 2017, styled as Dice Throne Season 1, and Season 2 is now on Kickstarter. Our second new entry, returning after almost a year away, 51 weeks to be exact, At number 8 is Thunderstone Quest by Mike Elliott, published by AEG, with 21,907 views. That is uh, 338 more than Dice Throne. This is another game that was kickstarted last winter, funded in March of 2017, but raised over a half a million dollars, and is being delivered right on time. It's a re-implementation of Thunderstone, which was released in 2009 as one of the early deck-building games, and is currently just outside the top 500 on BoardGameGeek. Here, with Thunderstone Quest, there is a new quest system that provides a modular adventure. Sliding one spot to number seven in the face of increased competition in its third week in the top ten is Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus, with 22,618. That's a gap of 711, back to Thunderstone Quest, a decline of 610, or 2.6%. Our third new entry, and our second debut at number 6, is Edge of Darkness, by John D. Clare, also published by AEG, like Thunderstone Quest, with 22,748. That's 130 more than Spirit Island. Edge of Darkness is uh, John D. Clare's third card-crafting game. This one is 
is the, the card crafting mechanism is not just in service of a card game, but in service of an actual board game, a medium weight Euro game. It's currently on Kickstarter and has raised about a quarter of a million dollars. The previous card crafting games were Mystic Veil in 2016, currently in the top 400 on BGG, and Custom Heroes from last year, just outside the top 2,000. The highest of our three debuts is at number five, Eclipse, the second edition, by Tuco Takokalio, published by Lottepellet.fi, with 24,093. It's about 1,300 more than Edge of Darkness. The subtitle for this version of Eclipse, as you will see on BGG, is Second Dawn for the Galaxy. Of course, the original game also had a subtitle, Its subtitle was New Dawn for the Galaxy, but that was never mentioned. Inconsistency. I'm going to call it Eclipse 2nd Edition. This has new graphics and miniatures, has plastic inlays and combat dice, and, quote, fine-tuned gameplay, unquote. It is due to launch on Kickstarter in May. And our highest new entry, returning after only two weeks away at number four, and charting for the third time is Batman Gotham City Chronicles by Frederick Henry, published by Monolith with 25,098 views. That's 1,005 more than Eclipse, and about 10,000 more than it had last week. That's an increase of 68%. Its five-week run uh, to this point has gone like this. It debuted at number five, slid to number six, then tumbled down to 19 climbed to 14, and now shoots all the way up to number 4. Partly, perhaps, this is because the trailer for the game was posted late last week, and uh, partly just anticipation. The Kickstarter is due to start on Tuesday, February 27th. Climbing two spots to number 3 after spending three weeks at number 5 and charting for the 80th time is Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 26,241. That's about 1,150 more than Batman, a gain of 460, or just less than 2%. This is the highest position that Terraforming Mars has seen in seven weeks, six weeks, since it was back in January. It was also number three. And yet, this is the fewest views we have seen for a number three game since July 20th of 2016. That was when Mystic Veil, previously mentioned, was number three with only about 20,000. It was right before Scythe started to ramp up its power status and then was subsequently joined by Mansions of Madness. And ever since then, we've just been off to the races. Uh, With 80 weeks, Terraforming Mars becomes only the fourth different game to have 80 or more weeks in the top 10. So, like I said, it's very tightly bunched. There's really not a lot of separation between any of the games that we see all the way down the list. Uh, Particularly, it was close from number 6, Edge of Darkness, all the way down to about, well, down to Harry Potter at number 13, only separated by 2,400. But really, from number 3, Terraforming Mars, down to, let's say... Xi'an at number 14, only separated by less than 7,000 views. 
a hotly competitive week uh, if it wasn't for the games in number one and number two. At number two, for the fifth week in a row and the sixth time overall, making it the 13th different game to have six weeks or more at number two, is Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games with 68,574, well more than 40,000 views clear of Terraforming Mars. It is a decline of about 2,300, or 3.3%, but still good enough for number 56 on the most views list. That number, that amount of 68,574, is very close to a former number one in page views in a week. Again, we're going to go back to the summer of 2016 when Scythe broke Star Wars Imperial Assault's record for most views in a week. That record of about 63,000 had stood for 18 months before Scythe came along and shattered it with 68,382, the most views ever in a week up to that time. Uh, That's about 200 views less than Rising Sun has this week. And now is only good enough for 58th most of all time. And of course, a big part of the reason for that is the game that sits at number one for the 18th week in a row and the 42nd time overall, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 81,594. That is 13,020 more views than Rising Sun, a decline of Almost 8,000 from last week, 8.7%, but still good enough for number 40 on the most views list. However, that gap of only 13,000 views is the smallest gap back to number 2 that Gloomhaven has had since beginning this current run at number 1 back on October 25th. The gap is 13,000, as I said, about 16% of Gloomhaven's total. When it claimed reclaimed the number one spot in October, it beat out the Seventh Continent by a mere 273 views. One other interesting note to me is with all of this, this influx of new games, it's pushed out a lot of the long-standing ones. Here, in order of length, are the durations of the current games in the top ten by weeks. 94 weeks. 80 weeks, 66, 16, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1, 1. So six of the top 10 games have been on for three weeks or less. Even with 16 weeks, Rising Sun is good enough for the fourth best because all of those longer running ones have slid out. For Saturday, February 24th, 2018.